Welcome to the Mornings with Mel podcast, where every morning, Monday through Friday, we open up God's Word together and seek to know God, love God, and live our life for Christ. I am your host, Melissa Feist. Welcome to another episode of Mornings with Mel. It is Monday morning, but it's actually Monday morning on Holy Week. And if you don't know what Holy Week is, I'm actually going to focus on that a little bit in some of the podcasts throughout this week. It basically starts on Palm Sunday, which was yesterday, and then goes to Easter. And so what it is, it's Jesus's last week of his life on the earth. And there were some very important things that happened throughout that week that I just want us to focus on. So just know that going forward, a few of the episodes this week will kind of be focused on what was going on in Jesus's life that week, such as on Good Friday, most likely we're going to talk about Jesus on the cross. And even today, I actually want to talk a little bit about Palm Sunday and what was going on and how we can apply that to our lives. So let's jump in. And I don't know about you, but I think a lot of times in our life following Jesus, we have all of these hopes, we have all of these expectations, we have all of these kind of dreams of what we want our life to look like, what we want our life even following God to look like. But most of the time, the outworking of those things in my life actually look completely different than what I would ever expect. This happened to me big time in ministry. It was like the message that we did last week about getting out of the boat. I jumped out of that boat ready to serve Jesus in ministry, and I had all of these dreams and these expectations of what it would look like, and I thought it was just going to be awesome. I mean, why would following God, leading His people, you know, giving my life to make Him known, why would that not be awesome? But actually, instead, it was one of the hardest things I've ever done. I was almost blindsided by what ministry actually looked like, and it was the complete opposite of everything that I had dreamed and hoped it would be. And it really can happen to all of us in different areas of our life, whether it's relationships that are broken or didn't work out, whether it's family situations, whether it's the death of a loved one or a job that didn't work out, or maybe it's even physical sickness and you expected to be healed, but here you are still sick. And this is how disappointment happens. Disappointment is where we expect something And then instead, we get something else. And then we're disappointed with the outcome, hoping for one thing and instead receiving something completely different. And this actually happened in Jesus's day. So let's look at Matthew 21, 6 to 11. It says, So the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them. They brought the donkey and the colt, laid their clothes on them, and set him on them. And a very great multitude spread their clothes on the road. Others cut down branches from the trees and spread them on the road. Then the multitudes went before and cried out, saying, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. 
And when he had come into Jerusalem, all the city was moved, saying, Who is this? And in Zechariah 9.9, it says, Exult greatly, O daughter Zion. Shout for joy, O daughter Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you. A just savior is he, humble and riding on a donkey, on a colt. So here they are. They're seeing this prophecy being fulfilled before their eyes. They are seeing their king ride into the city on a donkey. And so they're rejoicing because finally their king is coming. But then what happens? Not even a week later, these exact same crowds, instead of yelling, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, these same people were yelling, crucify him, crucify him. And why is this? Why were they going from praising God to cursing God all within a week? It was because God was answering their prayers and doing something differently than what they expected him to do. Because in that day, their view of the Messiah was someone who was going to come in and deliver them from Rome. Rome was this oppressive government. It was hurting the people. It was killing the people. It was taxing the people. And so they thought that this king, this Jesus, was going to deliver them from that, to save them from that and make their life better. And instead, here's Jesus going to die on a cross. They were disappointed. They were disillusioned. And therefore, they turned their back on God. And how easily can this happen in our own life? When we're praising God on the mountaintops, but then when we have to walk through the valleys, that disappointment sets in. And what do we do? We try and take a step back from God, try and not be as wholehearted, and instead guard our heart so that doesn't happen again. Because disappointment hurts. When you're expecting something and it happens the completely other way, it's hard and it hurts. And the disciples did the same thing. They thought that they were following Jesus and that they were going to be the cool guys with this king who was going to take over Rome and that they were going to be the right hand guys. And then their leader is getting crucified. So they all fled. They all left him because what they thought that they were signing up for actually instead looked different. But here's what everybody didn't understand. Jesus was actually offering them a kingdom that was far greater than the one that they were wanting God to fix. They wanted an earthly, Rome-free Israel when Jesus was actually offering them an eternal, beautiful, forever kingdom with him. They wanted the now and the temporary that they could see. He was offering them the future, forever, even better kingdom that they couldn't see. And I think most of the time in our life, that is why we're disappointed. We are hoping for God to make my little life here in the now better, easier, more comfortable. And yet instead, Jesus is asking us to put our hope in what is future in what is unshakable, in what is actually better than what we could ever gain right now. Because here's what the Bible says, for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs the trouble. The way to greatness in God's kingdom actually is through suffering. And if we can just get a perspective that hardship on this side isn't because God is bad, but it's actually because God is good. And through the trial, he's wanting to work something in us that will last forever. 
If we can get that perspective, then whatever trial we have to walk through, we won't be disappointed. We will understand that God actually knows best and he knows that this trial can actually become our triumph. And our disappointments, they actually do matter to God. He cares about what you go through. The Bible tells us that he keeps every one of our tears in a bottle. And one day he will tell us of how much each tear meant to him. Our saying yes in the midst of it being hard, it moves his heart. If we only follow him when it's easy and when we get something out of it, how is that love? We choose him because he is enough. We don't want to be like those crowds that can praise God when he gives us what we want, but then deny him when he's actually calling us to the cross. So how about you? Are you dealing with some kind of disappointment today? Maybe it's like me. It's the reality of following Jesus looks harder than you thought it would be. Or maybe it's the death of a loved one or the loss of a job or that relationship didn't work out. What is it for you? Let Jesus come to you today and be the lifter of your head. Let him show you that all you go through in this life, those trials and tribulations and that suffering, that it's not a waste. It actually moves his heart when you keep saying yes to love in the midst of your disappointment. So let him meet you right where you're at today. And then let him reorder where your hope lies. Have you placed it in things that are temporary and they're going to fall away anyways? Allow him to help you put your hope today in something that's unshakable so that no matter what comes our way, it can never be taken away. Let's pray. Jesus, would you help us today? Because we don't want to be like those crowds that were praising Jesus when it was good, but they were cursing Jesus when it seems bad. So God, we thank you today that our hope doesn't have to lie in the things of this world that are fleeting, the things of this world that pass away. God, we thank you that today our hope can be in you. So Lord, I lift up my friends to you today. God, and I ask that wherever there's any disappointment in our hearts, God, that you would come and wash it away with your love. Where we've hoped for things in this life, but Lord, it didn't turn out the way we expected, and we have disappointment, we have pain, we have fear, I ask, Lord, that today you would come and take it away from us. God, that you would show us that you are the lifter of our heads. God, that no matter what storm we have to go through, Lord, that you will always be with us. God, and that every trial in our life is producing an eternal weight of glory, a reward that is set in heaven for us that cannot be taken away. God, and that you use each one of these moments to mold us into who you've made us to be. God, and that you don't forget it. So God, help us to reorient our hope today. Let's anchor our hope in you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you so much for listening to Mornings with Mel. If you are loving this podcast, make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. And we would love to hear how God is touching your heart in the review section. Also, if you think it might help someone you know, make sure to share it. And don't forget to tag us in at, at Ronnie and Mel on Instagram so we can see who's listening. We are a nonprofit and couldn't do this podcast without our ministry partners. So to give, you can go to ronnieandmel.com giving or support our mission through our Christian clothing line at markedcollective.com. And for lots more free content and resources to help you find God and walk with Him, 
Make sure to check out our website, RonnieAndMel.com, or our YouTube channel, Ronnie and Mel. All that information is linked in the show notes, and as always, keep seeking him. <laughs>